Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. We are officially halfway through the week, y'all. I feel like yesterday was just Monday. This week's kind of going quick, yeah? Good morning. I like that. Six o'clock club. You know we do. This part of the show is all about you. We just want to shout out anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. Because it's a weird time to be awake. Not a lot of people out right now, right? Right. But you are. You're going to work, coming home from work, going to the gym, going to school, whatever. Text us, 410-583-1065, and we will shout you out. It's that simple. Veronica, good morning. Our great goddess Diana is here from Annapolis. Jess R. from Westminster is here. John uh, from Middle River. Lori, clever Kevin. Parker's Mimi. We have Drew from Precise Performance. Cindy in Westminster. Christine, Terrence. Our kid care ladies, Karen and Amber. Mama McJam from Elton is here. Zach from Dundalk up with us this morning. Mr. W. from Reisterstown. Good morning to Lisa. Miss Denise, CC, the uh, DC educator from Severna Park. And BCSZ checking in. Happy Wednesday. All right, it is that time. Oh, by the way, the phone number 410-583-1065. If you would like to hear your name and to get some love this morning. All right, would you rather Wednesday? You ready for it? Yes. Every Wednesday, I give you two scenarios. They're both unfortunate. This is not supposed to make you feel comfortable, but you've got to really put yourself in this situation and say, which one would you rather? And then tell us your reason of why, okay? So, would you rather... Have to sleep every night with snakes in your bed? Ew. Or cut off your own pinky toe. Just a toe. Mm-hmm. And really, you got to think about that. You're, you're cutting it off. It's not it has to be cut off. Yeah. You're cutting it off. Or every night in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you have to be venomous snakes. I mean, like, that's... I'll let you pick if they're venomous or not. That's your own That's your own discretion, all right? Okay. 410-583-1065. Why, Jessica? I'm cutting off my pinky toe. Today. <laughs> Today, right now, as we speak on the air, and I'll stream it live on Instagram. There's no way, there's no way I could ever, ever, ever sleep in a bed of snakes. It would be the end of me. There's just what, no point. What are they more, I don't think that, like... I don't care. I don't want to feel the skin. I don't want to hear the hissing. <laughs> I don't want to like them wrapping around my legs. I don't want them in my hair. No. Think about this for a second. We did a story this week about PA so crazy. That's why right? I, I immediately thought yeah. of it and I was like, there's no way in hell. There's a family in Pennsylvania we reported on that had like 200 snakes and reptiles, some of them venomous, just living, just, just living their lives. Just roaming free. Yeah. Roaming free in the home. And they did it. 
and they were just fine. Well, the, no, guy, they weren't. the guy may have died of snake bite. We're not sure. Mm, no, they weren't fine. <laughs> One of them did pass away, so we're not sure. Mm. I just don't know that I could like like physically cut my own pinky toe off. You know, like like logistically, it sounds good. It sounds like the less intrusive of the options. If you had to sleep the rest of your life with snakes in your bed, but I don't know that I could physically like. You know, moms right now are like, you ever heard of childbirth? <laughs> Cutting off your pinkies and walk through the park. Think about that logistically, not just okay, not just like the short term gains, long term gains. And pinky toe as well. You got to think about that, like literally, you would have to cut it off. And, like, deal with the pain for X amount of time. Yeah. Or just have snakes in the bed. And they don't have to be venomous. I'm, I'm going to have to go with snakes. I don't think I could literally cut it off. I don't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd have nice snakes. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day this month we've been taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today, in 1928, Joan Kelly was born. She was a leading Italian Renaissance historian and challenged dominant notions of women's roles during her time. And together with Gerda Lerner, she founded the first master's program in women's history ever at Sarah Lawrence College in New York in the 1970s. Ah, very cool. Number two. Baltimore's very own Under Armour is stepping up to help a 14-year-old football player in Michigan to find shoes that fit. Eric Kilburn Jr. is 6'10", and he made national news after his mom said that she could not find cleats his size because he wears twenty. He wears a size 23, and it's basically non-existent. Good so he's God. actually been walking around in size 22 shoes that are literally too small for him. So after a 3D rendering was taken and a mold of his feet was created, Under Armour asked for six to eight weeks to execute the request. And when the time comes, Eric is getting hooked up with brand new sneakers, basketball shoes, and football cleats. A 22 shoe. Okay. No, tw- he, he is a 23, but he's been uncomfortably squeezing his feet into a size 22 okay. because a size 23 basically does not exist. For reference... My shoes, ten and a half. That's okay? that's actually the average size, ten so, and a half. Like, put to it, like what? Yeah. I'm, I'm stacking my I'm stacking my feet on top of one another. Mm-hmm. You're telling me this man's feet are that big? I'm telling you, this 14 year old boy's feet are a size 23. Oh, God. All right, number one. Kelly Clarkson has announced a Vegas residency in celebration of her new album, Chemistry. The very busy singer and television host performed 10 shows at Planet Hollywood between July 28th and August 19th. Now, she just announced Chemistry, and this is going to be her first album in six years. The album is also her first since divorcing her ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, in 2021 after seven years of marriage. Kelly revealed, quote, I've been working on this project for close to three years now, and I wasn't sure if I was going to release it, but I am. And tickets for her Las Vegas show go on sale this Friday. No word on the exact release date of her album, but it's definitely going to be before July, since that's when yeah. her residency kicks off. I mean, that makes sense, right? You would think Kelly Clarkson would have a residency. Like, she, she's like one of the people that like, makes sense to have one, right? It's just ten shows, though, so yeah. it's all she could commit to, because obviously she's like literally always doing something. Yeah. Is, her, is her TV show still on? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. On? No, yeah, yeah she's a hosting TV show. I think she's still on The Voice, so obviously oh, yeah, she's been working on that. music, too. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. If this survey is correct, then the type of man I'm about to describe to you is the absolute ideal guy 
in Maryland. But do you believe it? We look at it today in the singles table. Hey, you're now sitting at the singles table. Now, with Kramer. Mix 106.5. It's early, so I'll pour you a mimosa. Makes the most sense right now. Welcome to the singles table. This is where I, a single man, bring you the news from the single world. It's hard out here, man. I'm about, uh, I'm literally one month away from five years divorced. (laughs) What? That's crazy. So when there's news to be had in the single world, I'm the one to bring it to you. I don't know if this is necessarily true. And if it is true, I think the last fact that I'm going to give you will be the most telling. Okay. 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 New survey out this morning from dating.com says that a third of people looking for a man right now said that if they were bald and under five foot seven, Mm. that would have no impact on the decision to date them. Short kings are really getting the love that they've always deserved these days. They really have been, and I, I'm here for it. I just don't know that that's necessarily true. As really? someone that's in the single world, <laughs> even my height of 5'11 sometimes gets like, meh. But 5'7 short. Okay, so 36% of people also said they feel more comfortable making the first move on a guy who's short. Or missing some hair up top, they would feel more comfortable mm-hmm. as a woman or anyone looking to date a man. Okay. Would feel more comfortable going up to a guy. Yeah. And initiating because they were shorter mm-hmm. or because they were they were balding. Yeah. Which I guess might make sense. But I think this this might be the most telling of all of it. Is according to this poll, the biggest benefit. What do you think the biggest benefit you think for these for these people that, that for, said for it, short kings for short kings and for bald kings is that a thing? Sure. What do you think the, the 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 main advantage for people that said yes? What do you think it was? And this is what makes me concerned about this poll. The main advantage yeah, of dating of, of dating someone shorter and that ha- or, and that or balding. is bald. Yeah. Um. Mm, more room in the bathroom. <laughs> As far as like hair products, the number one reason that people gave for wanting to date shorter guys and photos would be better with short guys too. <laughs> and shorter guys and balding guys is because he probably won't cheat on you. Stop. Swear to you. No Swear way. To you. Yeah. Seventy-two percent people said they'd be less worried their man would cheat on them if he was short, bald, and is seen as a less attractive one in their relationship. No. This makes me sad. This is my reasoning for this was t- totally the opposite of what dating.com is giving us right now. I assumed because a lot of the times when like, you know, dating and all this kind of stuff, you see stuff where it's like, well, he needs to be six feet tall. He needs to be this. He yeah. needs to be that as Make far as like, money, phys- like physical features. Like this, right. Yeah. And I felt I've been feeling like we have progressed past those like unnecessary standards and requirements where you're actually having conversations with people. That was my hope. No, Jessica. That was my hope. You've been in a relationship too long. (laughs) You've been in a relationship way too long. No, no. Apparently, it's just so you don't feel like you're about to get cheated on if you have a shorter and balder guy. But hey, I mean, listen, being an average size guy with hair isn't working out for me. (laughs) So maybe, maybe this is what I'm doing wrong. Maybe it needs to go into this 
fear-based model of, hey. Because, I mean, I have guys that say the same thing. They're like, I'd rather date a less attractive woman because I know it's more secure that way. She most likely won't cheat on me. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Isn't that terrible? This is what's happening. Overall, though, 63% of singles, by the way, said the personality is more important to them than looks. Okay, good. So there's the, the positive side of this. And that is the singles table for today. I need somebody to call us and dispel this extremely ridiculous fear that Jessica Dutra has. Mm-hmm. Because this literally, like physically, doesn't make any sense. It totally makes sense. <laughs> but, she, but she believes this. And may, listen, maybe she's right. But I have a very strong suspicion, once you hear this completely irrational fear, you're going to be like, come on. That's not how this works. Explain. I have been trying not to wear my glasses all the time. I have to wear them for driving. Like, I really need to. But I don't like to wear them all the time because I can see fine up close. And I feel like if I wear my glasses all the time, then it's going to make my eyesight worse. So, like, if I continue to wear them, then I feel like I'll need them all the time to read things up close. We haven't really talked about your new glasses. You get glasses when? A couple weeks ago, yeah, I got I took like an eye an eyesight test or whatever, and it was so bad, you guys. Like I couldn't see the bottom two lines, and then when they put the when they did the thing they they do on the machine and put like the lenses on my eyes, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this what? is what I've been missing." And then when I was driving, it was just it's a whole new world, especially driving at nighttime and early in the morning. But now. I, like, don't want to wear them all the time. Jess walked in the studio the next day, and I was like, where are your glasses? Like, why aren't you wearing them? And Jess thinks, this is Jess's fear, and I'm sure there's somebody out there that can completely dispel this for her. My valid theory. So that we can move on, because today you're wearing them. Yeah. This is the first, second day I've seen you wear them since you got them a month ago. Mm -hmm. Because Jess told me she doesn't want to wear her glasses all the time because she thinks by doing that, that her eyes actually get worse. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't physically make sense because your glasses aren't doing anything to your body. They are just reflecting your eyes in different ways. It's not changing the physiological side of your body. Here's my theory behind this situation. Which, by the way, neither of us had Googled this. So there's this is this is just two dummies talking to one another this morning. We could totally look on the internet, but what's the fun in that? Here's my theory is that like when I put on the glasses, my eyes aren't working as hard to see, right? Like, it's not as difficult. So I feel like if I continue to wear they're these, a, they're then, they're, break. then they're going to get my eyeballs. My eyeballs are going to get lazy. <laughs> so, so he was like, why aren't you wearing them? And I'm like, so just if, if like my screen close to me breaks, I have to wear my glasses because then I won't be able to see the, the screen in his studio. That's how bad my eyes are. But right now, see, look at when I take off my glasses, my eyes the, adjust. They're on vacation day today. So they don't, I don't, they don't have to. I don't want to like make okay. them not work. I know there's somebody that can dispel this dumb thing that Jess is going through her head this morning. Then we can just move on with the show. It'll be a lot easier if you can call us up 410-583-1065. Jess's fear is that if she wears her glasses too much, it's going to make her eyes lazy. Like, are you afraid? My you're eyes gonna, worse. You, th- you think it's going to like no, create a lazy eye? No, I think it's going to be like, because like right now I see fine up close, but I feel like if I wear my glasses all the time, then when I see up close, it's going to get blurry to where I'm literally going to need to wear them all the time. And I don't want to need to wear them all the time. I like to have the freedom of putting them on when I feel like it. No way this is physiologically true. No way. 410-583-1065. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning. You've worn glasses since you were 12. I have, and when I was first told I had to wear them, I fought it. 
Yeah. Okay. And for a few years. And I found out that it was just steadily making my eyes worse. So, the prescription had to be stronger and stronger every time I went back because I wasn't wearing them like I was supposed to. Now I wear them all day, every day, and every time I go get my eyes checked, it's a very tiny change oh, for the last 10 years. Tiny change, Jessica. Wait, what do you mean? For the better or for the worse? No, not for the worse, but it's not making them worse. It's age. Right. As you get older, your eyes change. Yeah, your eyes... It's not because of the glasses, though. Yes, of what? course. She's saying when she wasn't wearing her glasses, her eyes were getting way worse faster. She started wearing glasses, and now all of a sudden they did... I mean, you, you... But they're still getting bad. Because your eyes get worse over yeah, time, Yeah, but you not, you not wearing them, your eyes are straining more to see. Thank you. That's, that's so the facts. longer you do that, the worse they get. Yep. And the worst the prescription is going to be, and you know you don't want to wear Coke bottle glasses. You Let's don't real, want Jeff. to, and that's that's the next I step. I don't want to, Jamie. That's, I don't. That's the next step, okay? You're one step away from those Coke bottle glasses, okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jamie. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Nate on line five from Catonsville. Uh, Nate. Hello, Nate. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Nate, this is no way this is true, is if you wear your glasses, your eyes get worse. I don't know. I've only been wearing glasses for two years. Okay. Uh-huh. And after my first year, uh, my one right, my right eye got worse, <gasps> so my prescription got stronger. See? And I try you. every chance I get not to have to wear them because I don't want my eyes depending on the new, you know, the glasses. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying I'm right now. I'm 100%. 100%. <laughs> now, now we, yeah. this, is, this, is not, this is not science behind this, but you you just believe uh, that if you have to wear them, that your eyes are going to get worse. No, his eye literally got yeah. worse. Okay. All right. Hey, this is it's, it's the Thank people you, speaking. You Thank you, Nate. You feel seen and understood over here. 410-583-1065. Uh, Christy, good morning. Good morning. You you work in eyes? <laughs> yes, every single day I do this. I refract people. That is the one or two, which is better. Okay. Oh, oh this is perfect. Wow. You you are the eye test person. I have PTSD. I remember it, that. <laughs> that is me. Yes. Okay, okay. So listen to Jess's theory. If you're just tuning in, Jess's theory is. If you wow. wear your glasses, your eyes actually get worse because they're dependent on the glasses. I'm just trying to reassure her there's no way that's physically true. Yeah, so all the glasses are honestly doing is focusing the light into your eye. Yep. Um, not to put it like this, but with age, your prescription's going to quote unquote get worse. It's mm. inevitable. Mm. It doesn't matter if you wear your glasses or you don't. All you are actually doing to your eyes is creating eye strains and possibly causing headaches because you have to squint and work harder to actually see. As you get older, you also need reading glasses. That again is with age. It's have going to happen to everyone. Yep. Same thing with cataracts. Once you hit a certain age, your cataracts start to develop. And that's something more later, like late 40s, 50s, 60s. That's going to cause your prescription to get, quote, unquote, worse. Worse. But again... That it, it happens to everyone. It's honestly if you live long enough to get them or not. That's okay, so what let's, it comes down. To. Let's go back to the to the uh, the original fear. Do wearing glasses actually make your eyes worse? No, they gradually is- get worse regardless if you wear your glasses or not. That's how our eyes She's work. 
She's a professional. No, but I'm saying if I'm only <laughs> supposed to wear them, or that no. I should, not supposed to, if I'm recommended to wear them while I'm driving and I wear them when I'm not driving, you're telling me that my eyes are going to be, be exactly worse. the they're same. They're not going to be worse. No, they're not going to be worse. You're honestly just hindering your quality of life by not wearing Thank you. Them. Well, maybe there's things I don't want to see. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just almost screwed over this entire radio station. I don't even know what would have happened <laughs> if this did not get alleviated. So... We're, you know, we have breaks in between songs. We can go use the bathroom, go get coffee. And I had about a five-minute break before the Mega Prize Men. And I said, okay, let me go grab a cup of coffee really quick. I'm still, like, flustered from this. I walk out of our studio. When you walk out of the studio, there's, like, these two double glass doors that you have to use your key card to get into. Right? Yeah, otherwise it automatically locks. I go get my cup of coffee. I know I've got about three minutes before the Mega Prize Minute comes on. And I said, all right, I can do this. Pour my cup of coffee. Walk back over to the double glass doors. Reach for my wallet. Grab it. Pull it out. Realize I have left not only my key card, but my cell phone on this side of the glass doors in the studio. And keep in mind, everyone that's in the building right now is all just all, everyone that's on the air. Everyone that's literally yeah. on the radio. So No salespeople here. An, no They're on the other side. There's yep. on the, all of us are on the other side. And if he doesn't have his phone, he has no way to contact any of us behind the locked doors that he needs to be let inside. These studios are soundproof. So it's not like I can even like yell for somebody. There's really no option. If you get stuck on the other side of the glass doors, your day is done until somebody comes over to let you back in, right? Yeah. So I really start yelling because sometimes our sister you started studio, yelling? I did. I yelled for you and then I yelled for Greg Carpenter on our sister station because sometimes they leave their studio door open so I'm like maybe if I yell loud enough they can hear me. Which is terrible because if the fan was on air and you're yelling and while they're on air they could they that, could have heard me. That could have been an issue. Y'all literally I walked in here in the mega prize minute and luckily here's what happened was Jeremy Kahn from our sister station from the, from the fan came and it was luckily leaving right then. I run back in the studio mm-hmm. and the mega prize minute intro had just started. And I'm like what would have happened if he didn't come? Because Jess is in her in her studio, she yeah. doesn't control the main like the main music and everything. Yeah, like what would have happened? Listen, I don't know if there's anybody listening with a great story like this, but if you do, will you please call us? What happened that one time you locked yourself out of work? 
I'm sure this has had to happen before. You locked yourself out of work, and what happened? If you've got a good mm-hmm. story for us, we'd love to hear it. Amanda, I think you are in a much more dire situation. You locked yourself out of work, but what was your profession? So it was an emergency response. So we called 911 or whatever was needed at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like that middle person. Um, but locking myself out to go get the doorbell, which was a packing delivery, and then wind up being trapped in the garage. <gasps> No. How long were you? And I literally your... had to wait for someone to come down to like do a smoke break or something. How long were you in the garage for? Probably about 10, 15 minutes, which felt like forever. Yeah, yeah. that's terrifying because you never know like how long you're about to be in there for. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's for tough. for example, if I'm locked out of work, it's not a huge deal. The songs will play, intros will play. It's not gonna, yeah, we'll like, skip the you, game. You literally get locked out of work. God, like the terrible things that could happen when you're literally a, like a nine one one person, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure someone else would have grabbed the phone or that, but alarms come up on a screen as well. So <sighs> no one's there to monitor the actual. I guess I'm probably getting Well, no, but now we know. We now know the inner secrets of how it works. Well, thank you for calling us. Have a great day. We will move on to kid jokes now. Uh, all right, kid jokes, pretty simplistic by nature, hard by actuality. What do we do, Jess? Kids from all over the state of Maryland call in and basically take over our show, and they tell us their best and funniest joke, and then we do our best to try to solve them. So if you're a funny kid and you got a joke that you think is just awesome, kids don't say awesome, it's lit. What do kids say nowadays for good? I think people say awesome It's uh, still, and lit. It's fine. Okay. Then call us. Our Kid Joke Hotline, 855-Kramer-Jess. 855-Kramer-Jess. We, as adults, try to solve them. If you're playing along in your car, I think you're going to realize really fast, this game is much harder than it seems. 855-Kid-Joke. Hi, I'm Delia, and I'm nine years old. I live in Catonsville. Here's my joke. What do penguins use to make their houses? What do penguins oh. use to make their houses? Okay, their houses. Um, what would they make? They, have to make, they would make ice. I mean, where, do, where do penguins glue. live? Ig, glue. Glue. Uh, glue. Igloo. Right. As your ig glue. I would assume. But not like an igloo, like like ig glue. Right, right, right. I mean, I don't know. It makes sense. Is igloo? Igloo. Yes. Have a good day. Bye. Oh, Bye. Oh, good day. That was so nice. Jessica Dutra on that one, y'all. Eight five five. Uh, kid joke. Hi, my name is Carly. Um, I'm 11 years old, and I'm coming from Baltimore, Maryland. And um, my funny joke is, how did the cashew share his feelings with the almond? How did the cashew share his feelings with the almond? Oh my gosh, a love connection in like <sighs> in like the mix. <laughs> Okay, like 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 mixed nuts. Well, uh, yeah, I'm assuming like they're in the same bag and they're like sharing their feelings for each he had, other. Had mixed feelings, mixed, mixed feelings. feelings, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. Show us mixed feelings. I'm nuts about you. That's way better. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better. That was cute. Way better. We need you to call us if you're a funny kid. Eight five five kid joke. Hi, my name's John from New Freedom, Pennsylvania, and I'm 11 years old. My joke is. What do you call twin octopuses? Twin octopuses? I automatically think of the... The first word that came to my mind was not... 
the fr- I automatically think of the octopus in um in Finding Nemo, the cute little one. What was his name? No, Twin I think octopuses. he's a girl. Twins. Oh, this is a Twin dangerous twins. joke. I'm, I don't. And by the way, I calamari. Don't know, I don't know what the punchline this joke's gonna be, but I'm hoping it's appropriate. Okay. Twin octopuses. I mean, it'd be octopi, right? I would assume. I mean, like in reality. Yeah. A lot of anxiety. What's what's the what's the answer? Identical twins. Identical twins. twins. That's appropriate. That I like good. that one. Eight five five kid joke. My name is Daphne. I am twelve years old and I live in Baltimore. My joke is, if you're American when you go into the bathroom and you're American when you come out, what are you oh, when so you're good. in the bathroom? Oh, this is so good. If you're American... Do you not know this joke? This is this no. from, like, my generation, y'all. This is an old school if joke. If you're American, when you come out, what are you, in the bathroom? Yeah, before you go in and when you come out, what are you when you're in the bathroom? Oh, this is so good. I don't, I've never heard this. European. European. Oh, European. Oh, how have I never heard that one before? That's a good one. That's an old school one. Good job, you guys. Those are cute. I have decided I am not dropping my last name when I get married. Wow. All right, this is a big milestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're new to our show, Jess has been debating the last couple of weeks of what to do. We talked about maybe last week on the show of what what's like the right way to do it. And we talked to people, you know, that have changed their name and they regretted it. Mm-hmm. They have not changed their name and they have regretted it. It's a really kind of a big decision once you get married. In case you don't know, Jess is about a year and three months away from getting married to her fiance, Garage Boy. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're now in that process altogether of, of watching her make these big decisions. So what was... Because I know as of even of last week, you were kind of debating. It was very weird because I didn't expect it to be like an emotional thing yeah. either. Yeah. So of, what of doing that? So what did you, why did you finally decide to, and, and like, so what will your, your plan be then? I'm going to just add his last name to mine. I'm not going to drop my middle name. I'm not going to drop my last name. Uh, my middle name, because that, that was a lo- something that a lot of you guys suggested to me. My middle name is the same as my mom's. Mm-hmm. And the ultimately, what made me decide to keep my last name is it's just, I, it's not so much of like losing who I am, but it's the, to me, it feels like one of the few things that ties me to people that I've lost. And there's been a few family members um, with that last name. And I just feel like this connection to them. I feel like my my grandpa was like the matriarch of our family. Mm-hmm. And I have this and like he just embodied that name. And so it's like whenever we say that name, you automatically think of him. And like the thought of not having that attachment made me really emotional and upset about it. And it wasn't something, and I, and I also didn't want this to be like a disrespectful thing to like my new husband. And I wasn't sure like how he was going to feel because I always imagined that I would just take a new last name and that's what you do. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, but I'm just so close to my family. And I also love that my middle name is something that connects me to my mom. And my last name also makes me think of my dad. And like, for some reason, no one on the, on the side of our family has had any sons. It's all been girls. Mm-hmm. And so, there's no, um, there's like no, like once it's done, it's done. Like it's not going to continue. Right. And something I would like to do as well is have my last name be my, my children's middle name too. And 
it meant a lot to me because Garage Boy and I were kind of like talking about this and it was some, it was something I was going to suggest. But even before I brought that up in conversation when we were talking about, because a, a, a lot of fun conversations is like, what are we going to name our first kid? All this kind of stuff, mm. right? And he automatically was just like, had Dutra in the conversation of being the middle name before it was something that I had even asked for. Right. Which meant a lot that he understands like this connection that I have to my last name. I don't know why, but when I think about it, like dropping it, I just don't want to like lose that connection. Like, you know, well, it's, it's like we talked about last week. I, I think that the idea, and I don't know, maybe not, but like the idea of dropping your last name seems so antiquated, you know, like I would never No, No, let's, Take old me versus new me. When my ex-wife came to me and said, I'm thinking about keeping my last name, I really got upset. Now, this would have been 2008. Mm -hmm. It really bothered me. Now, I grew up in the South, really super super traditional ways of doing things. Why did you take that disrespectfully? It just felt like she didn't want to be a part of the family. Mm. It felt like that was a little bit of disrespect onto my family's name by not her not wanting to be a part of it. And now though, in hindsight, I don't think, and we talked about this last week, I don't think I would be comfortable with another woman taking my name anymore. I just, I don't, I'm like, like you're, at all? you're, I mean, you can add it on to yours, but mm-hmm. I would feel really uncomfortable. And maybe this is my commitment phobia talking, but I think I'd be really uncomfortable with a woman being like, okay, now my last name is your last name. I just don't think it's necessary in 2023 anymore for women to do that. If you want to, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that the standard should be anymore that you must take a man's name or a person's name when you marry them anymore. I just, I think it seems antiquated. How did Garage Boy feel though, honestly? Did he feel like when you said, this is what I'm planning on doing, was he, everything was cool? Totally, totally supportive. And I think, and he also understands just how close we are Mm -hmm. and my relationship with my grandfather and also wanting to keep that name for my dad too. And I'm also really thankful that it's something that it wasn't, it wasn't a discussion as far as like me trying to convince him. Both of us at the same time were like, both of our last names are going to be a part of our, you know, children's lives. You know what I mean? Trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Wise Marcus is donating $2,000 to Caroline Center in honor of Women's History Month. The center offers specialized, hands-on career training in healthcare to women who would not otherwise have the opportunity. And Wise Donation goes specifically to women who want to be a nursing assistants and pharmacy technicians. And they presented the check at their Towson location. Very nice of them. Number 2. So, fast food menu items come and go pretty often these days and there are a few at Dunkin' that will be discontinued and I want to let you know so you're not like me and you go to Chili's asking for the original chicken crispers and you start crying in front of your server at the table on your chips and salsa when you find out they're gone forever. So just brace yourselves, okay? The Dunkin' Dunkachino has been removed from menus this month. You remember it coming into your life in 2000. You were able to get a frozen version in 2015, and now it's gone for good. Wow, Let's take a, long, a moment. That's a long run, though. Let's take a moment yeah, and respect yeah. the Dunkachino. Yeah. And they are also taking away the Thin Mint Flavor Swirl. Obviously, this drink was launched in 2018 with the Girl Scout cookies. Um, Duncan has pulled it from its menu, and it'll be gone officially at the end of Girl Scout cookie season this year, and they do not have any plans to bring it back. I feel like we need to do a bit one day where we like say goodbye or like mourn our favorite 
items. Fast food items that are gone, you know? Right, because you don't get closure. That's why it hurts so much. But why does it hurt so bad? Because, again, I think the thing with chilies that you're doing is, is dumb. I do think it's dumb. But I also understand uh, that there is this weird loss, like, when no, it goes away. It's a legitimate loss, and the reason why I want to tell you is so you don't go to Dunkin' this morning thinking you're going to have a fabulous Wednesday, and you weren't aware because you didn't get a text, you didn't get an email, you got you didn't get a letter in the mail, it and you're going nice. to show up at 8.15, and it's not going to be there. And I want you to know that I'm here for you, and I understand the pain that you're going through. A countdown would be nice, I feel like. You know what and I mean? You so you had left. a chance? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Number one. Kanye West has received responses from Jewish organizations after making an announcement that he now likes Jewish people again after watching Jonah Hill's 21 Jump Street movie. According to TMZ, Stop Anti-Semitism released a statement saying, quote, Joking about a movie with Jonah Hill is not the apology that the Jewish people deserve from Kanye, particularly when his anti-Semitic tirades continue to have a dangerous trickle-down effect of hatred against Jews. If you weren't aware, this past weekend, Kanye shared on Instagram that he is now fond of Jewish people again following his outbursts of anti-Semitic statements saying, po- us, and what, this is what he posted. Watching Jonah Hill and 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. End quote. You know, Jonah Hill's like, what the... Yeah, Jonah woke up that morning and was like, can you leave me alone? What in the world? It's been really nice not talking about Kanye West for a minute. Yeah. And like, I honestly, I got to be honest. If I was Jewish and I heard that, I'd be so upset this morning. You have all the right in the world to be upset. It's disgusting. That's like what? You went and watched a stupid Jonah Hill movie and now all of a sudden you think that's just like your apology? And that's not an apology either. To Jewish people, man, I'm sorry. It sucks. This is Jess and that was your top three. It is to bay or not to bay on Mix 106.5. To bay or not to bay. That is the Maryland question. Don't. Just move along or I won't wear them because of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I really I just looked won't. at the video for the first time. And it's the very first time with glasses. Debate or not debate, so you can see, actually see. If you, if you give me crap, I'm literally like not going to wear them. I, do you not like them? And I, you're going to ruin it for me. Jess just get glasses if you're just tuning in. She's kind of freaking out about it. I do like them. I just feel like if I They're wear cute. them all the time, it's going to make my it's eyes not, not work not as true. well if I just wear them, per, you know, per, periodically. Well, for this, you'll be able to see clearly. Debate or not debate. Here's how this works. This is a true Maryland segment. What's going to happen is, you know, well, the backstory here is we moved to Maryland about three years ago, and you told us, you were like, hey, we have this spice called Old Bay. You got to put it on everything, and it's good. And we're like, that's... Probably not true. That's a that's a stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. We tried that. We're like, this is delicious. This is delicious. But is it truly good on everything? So we experiment with different items that you probably would not traditionally put Old Bay on. Um, just, you know, long story short, it's not good on everything, but it is good on a lot of random things that you probably haven't tried. And what are we trying today? So, Four eyes. I'm going to walk out. <laughs> That's so mean. That's so mean to say. When's the last time somebody said four eyes? No one, because, it's, a, it's, because it's the dumbest thing to ever <laughs> say to somebody. Anyways, sorry. So in honor of Easter, like two weeks away, I found... These hot tamale peeps. That's a thing? Exactly. Okay. I had no idea that this was a thing. Yeah. Um, just right off the bat, 
it kind of looks disgusting to me. I don't know why Peeps would have a hot tamale flavor. So one, I'm going to try them to tell you if they're disgusting or not. And then two, we're going to add Old Bay to see if maybe it could save the whole situation. I think it may actually be delicious if you think about the the spiciness of the Old Bay. Uh-oh. It might make it might make it good. Yeah. Ugh. You don't need to sniff it. Just, just Smelling it. is not right, good. So just off gonna, the smell, it's not good. She's going to try a Peeps first. It's a, a, a regular hot tamale Peeps. Which is, I don't know why, oh, but Peeps gross me out. It's a lot of marshmallow. Okay, here right, we go. All right, try it. That's the tiniest bite. How, just how is it in general? It's a, oh. Not bad? It tastes like um, cinnamon? red hot gum. Yeah, cinnamon. All um, right. Okay. Now try it. Try it with some Old Bay on it. I bet that's going to be delicious, to be honest with you. Just okay. on surface level, I don't see why you couldn't put those two together and not work. I'm sprinkling the Old Bay okay. onto the peeps. Give it a shot and let's see. Is this is this to bay or not to bay? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Marshmallow bean is like the most disgusting thing. Um, <laughs> The flavor works, but the consistency makes me want to throw up. Tell me. I just don't like peeps. Uh, I don't like eating them. Yeah. So it just feels like the worst cloud in your mouth that's not supposed to be there. But the cinnamon taste is not that bad. And the Old Bay complements the hot tamale. So take out the your disdain for marshmallows. Then it actually, it's actually to bay. Wow. Wouldn't expect it. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.